what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Welcome back to Street Circle Drive. You are listening to this show on The Mesh. Thanks for tuning in again, hopefully again. Hopefully this is not your first time. If it is your first time, we encourage you to go back and listen to all of our other episodes as well as some of our other shows over on TheMesh.TV. But for now, I'm Mary Margaret. I'm here with McNally. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. It's been a while. It has been a while. Moose. What's up? How's it going? It's going great. Great. And we're just going to go right into today because we got a lot of different things that all tie in to our one special guest today. That's right. Very special. Very special. Kind of, I, I kind of wish that I have a weekly meeting with this gentleman because I need one, inspiration, mm-hmm. two, energy, good stories, and three, some dirt on people around town, I kind of feel like. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's in there hidden somewhere. But we can stay tuned and find out. Yeah, we can get to that later. But uh, we are, I'm going to actually, I'll turn it over. I want Michael to introduce him because you guys have a special little bond. And I want to, I want you to uh, take over. It's our hairstylist. Uh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Finally, somebody that Thanks has for more all hair the last than me guys. on here. Exactly. Um, yes, so I have the the privilege of introducing uh, Mr. Austin Pierce. Austin is the executive director of the Hickory Soup Kitchen. And how long have you been in your role at the Soup Kitchen now? Almost, almost 10 years. Wow. And you have seen incredible change, uh, growth, and I don't necessarily mean growth just in the numbers, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but just in the offerings of your organization and I would even say the leadership that you have presented and I think the organization has presented within the uh, the community, the area of need and serving of need in this area. So we are thrilled to have you here today. And thank you for taking the time out of your extremely busy schedule, both the part that you have control over and the part that is controlled over you, be it at hey, the soup hey, kitchen Austin. or by the missus. Hey, 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 hey. That's a long intro. Right? So. Well, you know, the good ones deserve the long, the long super intro. You're too kind. You're, you're too kind. <laughs> We're so excited to have you here. And as Michael said, we have, um, obviously, the soup kitchen is is a very visible space in Hickory, I believe. You know, coming into downtown Hickory, um, new to some people, location, um, but... Uh, tell us just a tiny bit of your background and how you ended up at the soup kitchen. Sure. So, so I worked. Um, my first job in Hickory was at Drips Coffee House. Yes. Downtown. Rest in peace, and, Drips. Yeah. Mary Mary Hoyle was my boss. Her and her husband David, and they were great to me. I was young, and and I was going to school, and I needed a nighttime gig, and. And I worked some other restaurants too, Hams, and I worked for uh, Open Key West Fish Company over on the lake, and I was the sous chef for a little while at uh, Catawba Valley Country Club, and I worked for Yusuf when it was Yusuf 242, and um, I did some work in an assisted living as well. I spent three and a half years working for an assisted living as a dining service coordinator here in town, and it taught me a ton 
um, about people and about uh, the lifting of burdens off individuals and what kind of impact you could have uh, uh, with virtually small, minute things in your own life, but to someone else just means a lot. So I had that job right before the soup kitchen. Um, so I truly, it really did kind of prepare me for um, crisis, you know, in people's lives and, and how to handle it and deal with it um, for sure. So, but I've been here since 1996. I love it. Just love it. I live out in Mountain View. Um, I've lived in, or I've been to all 50 states in the United States of America, and I can tell you, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else other than right here in Hickory, North Carolina. That's what we like to hear. Here yes. On the Let's Hickory-centric go. podcast. Let it go, Hickory. Welcome to Street Circle Drive. That's how we do it. Well, so, Executive Director. Yeah. What do you do? So, um, we open up at 7 a.m., um, and I have a staff of four. And um, uh, about 15 to 20 volunteers every day. Um, we serve an average of 215 individuals, about 350 plates every day. Um, that varies, of course, uh, given the time of month, the time of year. Um, we, we like to think that um, we provide um, extremely nutritious food, uh, and we do. We are beholden to what gets donated and what we can afford to buy. Um, but luckily, we live in this great community. We have six community gardens. We take anywhere from twenty-five to 30,000 pounds of produce every quarter. Wow. So that's, wow. that's mm-hmm. we're approaching the 100,000-pound mark on produce. And that's just produce. That doesn't include all the dry items. And um, we have a lot of outlets for the food. Um, uh, we send 75 meals a week to Safe Harbor Day Center. Um, we help uh, Alpha, House of Hope, St. Luke's Latino Ministry, CCM, Salvation Army. Uh, once we moved 43,000 pounds of bananas in 24 hours. Jeez. They had to leave the tractor trailer, but, but we got <laughs> it done. Um, and so that's kind of what we feel like is our role, really, truly, is to reclaim and redistribute. And that, that food comes from everywhere. If you shop there, n- nine times out of ten, they donate. Uh, and if it's food-related, uh, all the Lowe's food stores can't say enough about the George family as a whole. Um, they support us through MDI, through, through all those food stores from Mountain View to Bethlehem, all donate uh, perishable items to the soup kitchen weekly. Um, also, um, uh, Krispy Kreme, Starbucks, uh, Target, love Target Fresh Market. Uh, boy, they're in competition with Walmart. We get plums and tangelos. Just great stuff from them, and they pull it early too. Because again, they're in competition. There's a heavy competition on that end of town. Um, so, so the food the food preparation goes on throughout the morning. Um, we serve lunch from 11:30 to 12:30. It's a pretty fast hour. Um, we have all kinds of volunteers. My oldest is 96, and she was on the line today. My youngest is 12. Uh, we have 11 special needs folks that volunteer weekly. They come in and out. Um, we have tasks for everybody, everything from rolling silverware to sweeping the floor to serving on the line. Uh, we served all our disabled folks at the table. Uh, f- uh, folks with small children, we serve at the table. So we have a little dining room staff made up of volunteers. Um, one of the things, too, in the mornings, um, we have hot coffee and donuts. Mm. Now, we are not a breakfast place. We just do the noon meal, and that's our thing. Mm-hmm. But um, about 17% of our homeless guests are working. Um, and so a hot cup of coffee and a hot shower, no matter what you did last night. 
that's really that purpose. And, and hot water's cheap. I got to tell you, the most bang for your buck. Um, and, and they're nice private showers. If everything you own is in your backpack, there's a place to put that that's secure. You know, there's a there's a place to hang your coat. There's a separate vanity if, if you're brushing your teeth and someone else is using the bathroom. I know I know these are things that we don't normally think about. Yeah, we take for granted. We, we do. Uh, and not that that's a bad thing. It's just it's just something that a lot of folks aren't presented with. Um, that we've been able to provide that kind of secure environment to at least start your day and hopefully get you through another one. You know, even if it's just one more, we, we again, hot water's cheap. Um, so that's kind of the day in a nutshell. Uh, we use the building for all kinds of things, though. The, uh, the Elks Love and Care Social for special needs folks is there monthly. Uh, Vietnam veterans meet there monthly. The, v, uh, the disabled American veterans meet there. Um, we have a kids at work program uh, every week. On Wednesday, uh, they, we take at-risk youth. They bring them in. They teach them how to cook for four hours, um, which is a wonderful program um, that, that the building supports. Um, so we'd like to see the building used more. There's someone out there with a good idea uh, that would support the community in any way. We're, we're very open to the use of the facility itself for more than what we do because we realize that, honestly, the total needs of individuals have to be met on every level. Uh, socioeconomic, um, uh, no matter where you are. Um, we want it to be a place where everybody's kind of um, involved. Who who are you seeing? I mean, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to volunteer there several times at, over at the Soup Kitchen. Um, and you guys stay busy with volunteers, which I think is great. Sure. Um, Moose and I actually uh, got to lend a hand today for a little there while. Today. Yeah, we appreciate that. Too. Thank you. Wiping tables and serving plates, not that shabby. Um, but for those people that are just not familiar with who you serve, you know, sure. is it anybody? I mean, anybody yeah. walk in the door, there's no question asked type thing. What What's the policy there? That's it. That's it. If you're hungry, come. Yeah. Um, I've had uh, entire Rotary Clubs come. Yeah. Uh, and, and I got to tell you, um, there's more of an impact from that than your $25 or $100 check. Yeah. Now, that being said, <laughs> we have to keep the lights on. I'm right. not telling you. Sure. If you don't have time to volunteer, I would love for you to support us financially. Um, but if you really want to have an impact on another individual's life, just like in business, it's just the same. It's the same. The investment in people and the relationships that you build with the people you work with, the people that are in your life daily. I like to point out we have a library. Everybody always asks, what kind of books do your folks like? I love that question. I'm like, what do you read, man? You know what I'm saying? Same thing everybody else likes. John Grisham, man. Everybody loves uh, John Sanford and David McCullough. Yeah. I mean, so so whatever you read, whatever you like to eat, whatever you, um, the the money does not change that. And 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 frankly, um, you know, kind of leading into um, what I think we're going to talk about with the Hope Project, Mm -hmm. the idea that that somehow we assume that. If you're on a different level socioeconomically, you like different things as if you're a different kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, we see a, a lot of folks bringing in those books. It's, it's great. Judge Oliver Noble, if you're out there, thank you so much. He donates the best books. That's awesome. I love them, yeah. About every quarter he comes in. I don't know whether his wife makes him get rid of them or what, but he comes in with a box every quarter. That's good to know. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I've got a bunch I need to bring over, too. Yeah, that's, for sure. that's great. That's great. Um, well, and speaking of, I'm glad yeah. that you were kind of leading into that because, 
you briefed me on it a little bit before, but really interested in the Hope Project that you were just you just mentioned. Um, and and I don't know that everybody knows what's going on. Sure, so we, let's we talk kinda, about it. Well, we're kind of in a pilot phase. We haven't necessarily marketed it. Because sure, it's really we we wanted to see if this thing would really work, and yeah. so. So kind of what it stands for, HOPE, it's, it, it's an acronym um, that I must tell you my lovely wife came up with. Uh, she's so smart. She's a genius. Um, so I can't take credit for the name, but, but it's Helping Opportunities for People and Employers. Oh. And um, the idea was um, we did a survey, actually. The Jackson Group did a survey yeah. for us and developed a survey that extracted some information that we wanted. We wanted to know whether our folks, A, thought that they could work, and B, whether whether what their biggest obstacle was and basically what came back is is 70 percent plus of the folks who are willing and able said if you put a job in front of them today that's the way the question was worded they would take it and these are the guests that are coming are the to you the hickory soup kitchen and eat the food at the soup kitchen at lunchtime or take absolutely. a shower or whatever absolutely and we're talking about now 40 i should have let me back up 45 percent of the folks we serve are homeless that means they're living in the woods or the salvation army shelter um they're unsheltered basically the other 55 percent live out or below the poverty line but still need our assistance and let me just kind of back up even further the self-sufficiency standard for catawba county which that there was a, a, a group who came in and over a two-year period did a study for every county in North Carolina. If you're a single adult and you live in Catawba County, you must be making at least $9.89 an hour and working 40 hours a week. If you make anything less than that, you are below the self-sufficiency standard. Huh. And when you add a kid to it, it almost doubles. So that just gives you some perspective on, now we have a lot of jobs here that pay more than that. In fact back into the Hope Project, we, we are literally, we are shuttling six people to two different companies and they're making no less than $12 an hour. And for the last 12 weeks, they leave at 6.15 in the morning. No matter how cold it is, they're out there. I'm so proud of them. I couldn't be more proud of them. Um, so anyway, we, we got this van, the soup kitchen got a van. We got a great deal from Steve White, who's a local dealer here in town, who's been very generous to us. Uh, even said if the project doesn't work, he would buy it back at the exact amount we paid out for it. And we got some volunteers and said, hey, we're going to start driving these folks to these two different companies. Um, so now we have those six who in the last 12 weeks have gone to work every day. We lost one in the first week, and that one's been replaced. So uh, we have another six that have transportation and are going to and from work as well. So that's 12 we have working and have been working uh, uh, for the last... Um, 12 weeks. Uh, we have 40 people that are in line that have been vetted. They, they've passed their background check and their drug test, and we have a job available for them, uh, but we don't have the transportation yet. Uh, we do have some great partners at the table. Uh, our friends at Greenway are coming. Uh, we're talking with them right now. We're in the process of a proposal that would enable us to have a route that picked up 23 people every day at our place and took them to work. And then we would take that van that we've been running and we would send it somewhere else and try and prove another route. Um, so the idea is, is that maybe by the end of the year, we will have literally put 50 people back to work and that they're still working after six months to a year. And you, you did mention that some of those, these are um, 
temp to hire jobs. They so, are. They are. So they, they could be temporary. They could be, you know, long term. They, they could be permanent. We, we, what we have found is, is though they keep turning into permanent jobs. Uh, again, our, our, our expectations were not really high. So, so now we're having some huge success. In fact, all 12 of the jobs that are, that are folks are going to now are all permanent positions. Um, so we're pretty proud of that, too. The companies have all stepped up. We have one gentleman, um, uh, Lewis, who has just been great. He was actually the first person to get put on our van. And uh, at GKN Driveline, you have to have a high school diploma GED for them to hire you permanently. You just have to have it. It's a requirement. And so um, uh, Manpower, who he was hired through through our, through our building, um, paid for his GED class. Uh, and he's still in the process, of course. But in the meantime, GKN, because of that relationship uh, with, yeah, with Manpower, they, they, they went on and, and made it permanent with the idea that they're giving him the incentive to finish it. Um, it's well, they're making the investment. He's making the investment. You they know, are. I mean, if he's doing his job, they'll invest in him. And I, that's a lot of what we've seen in this community. I know in our jobs is, you know, in videography and everything else that... Most of these places are willing to train you or to school you or whatever it may be. Absolutely. If you can get there and make that commitment to them. Yeah, transportation is the number one issue. Folks will tell you that it's substance abuse or mental illness or I'm telling you, this is a fact after 10 years of being at the Hickory Soup Kitchen. It doesn't matter where you are on the socioeconomic scale. You have the same life struggles no matter where you are. There's a difference. It's called money and it provides opportunity. Um, we were talking about it earlier. People spend money that they don't have all the time. It doesn't matter where you are on that scale for you to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I was saying about the, the other thing that we have that's kind of part of the Hope Project, too, is I, I'm a firm believer that we all kind of have it in us, too, to, to see another living thing struggle and, and want to help. I get to see the best in everybody. Somebody mm-hmm. asked me, what keeps you going at the soup kitchen? That's what keeps me going. I get to see the best in, in our town, come out of everybody. There's nobody who didn't. I like to say we're better than Apple. You get an immediate return on your investment, an yeah. immediate return. Amy Powell from Manpower volunteered two months before we started giving anybody jobs. And the first day that it rained and she worked our front door as the greeter, she was shocked. She was like, they're so nice. Everybody's so nice. It's raining and it's cold. And, and I said, good morning. They said, good morning to you. How are you? And, and, she was shocked, and, and I guess that's the thing, is that it, it's, it's, the, the soup kitchen is definitely not just there for the guests who eat there. Yeah. And I guess yeah. that's my point, you know. Everybody really has a place there. Uh, and this is just an extension of that, and it's brought in the actual companies that have got skin in the game now, the volunteers who are driving folks back and forth to work, and those folks who might change the direction of their life, you know. It's possible. We, we're still kind of in pilot phase, though, so we'll, we'll see. We hope to expand it, though. We've brought some other partners to the table, and we're, we're excited about it, for sure. Sounds it. It's pretty cool. Yep. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Now, McNally, you have a special relationship, a little bond with the soup kitchen, correct? He's my boss. Correct. He's, nah. <laughs> he's, he's I'm, the I serve on the board. Yes. 
So, so I know um, I get some emails every once in a while about some different things that they do fundraiser wise. Yeah. And you're so trying to bring everybody else under the tent. That's right. Mm-hmm. But everybody, uh, you know, not everybody knows all about that yet. So, tell us a little bit about what the board does to support this and what the mission is of you guys. What are you seeing right now as a board mm-hmm. and what people can help with? Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I guess this is my second year on the board. I had the privilege of my wife served on the board for. A while, and that was actually when you came on as the executive director, uh, looking at Austin. Um, and so we meet monthly. We have various committees, as you can imagine, for most nonprofits, especially you know one that's so large. I mean, you just listen to Austin for a few minutes, and you think that the Hickory Soup Kitchen runs the world. But there are a lot of different aspects to make sure that, and you know, like every board, it's it's governance, not management. We're you know helping Austin and his team figure out the best way to go about things and and not step in it, but yeah. step as far as they can to, to help as many as possible. So we meet regularly to, to talk about, you know, staffing and volunteer needs. And then, you know, we also have a committee for not only volunteer needs, but volunteer appreciation. You know, you want to keep those people coming back uh, and really being recognized for the work that they do because they're an extension of staff. That's why, Austin can get more done with a staff of five versus a staff of 20 that he would need on a regular basis. Um, a finance committee, you mentioned earlier, we've moved into a new building. Gosh, how long has it been now? Two years. Gosh. Two years. Two gosh. years ago. And that was, a, that was a huge undertaking. There was a lot of, I'm sure, anxiety, a lot of excitement about moving into that new building. What's the size difference? It's a, almost 4,000 square feet bigger. Jeez. Bigger than the previous location. Um you know, that's a lot. So not only is that the cost of the building, but, you know, your general maintenance of the equipment, the building itself, uh, heating, the water's cheap, but it's still insurance. there. Insurance. Good point. There's a lot of different things there. So we have a building, uh, you know, even preparation of the, the Hope Project. There was this underutilized room in the building. Wanted it to be nice and upfit it and make it reasonable not only for um, the folks that utilize the the soup kitchen, but the people that were going to be there, the manpowers and others in the world that were going to be helping them in the community. So it, it's it's just really being involved there, helping connect the this opportunities with the soup kitchen to the community and vice versa. Um, we have an events committee. It's not really. It's what's the, the we correct call it planning and development. It's an events committee. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. They, they just don't want – nobody wants to say, hey, do you want to join the events committee? Because then everybody hears right. committee and events, and that's Sorry like a double negative. Planning, planning. and <laughs> So, the, you know, that, that group is great because that's a lot of the connective tissue for most of the people in the community are the events. Most of the community love and support what's being done at the soup kitchen, but they aren't going there for the meals. Yeah. Thankfully, knock on wood, we have a great volunteer structure in place. Great faith communities, always been involved, strong supporters of the soup kitchen. Um, but we have the events not only to raise money, you know, they're fundraisers and friend raisers all at the same time uh, for the engagement. January, is it always the last Friday in January? Last Friday. The last Friday in January is the, the infamous uh, spaghetti dinner. Spaghetti dinner. years. 29 years. That's a, My goodness. That is long standing for any sort of event. Absolutely. Um, and I would be here to say I've been to several, you know, Gosh, almost half of them. No, a third of them. And <laughs> I do think they get. Spaghetti. I we do know. feel like they get they get better and better, and there more people are engaged and involved. You know, now, gosh, with the to go orders and yeah. and eating there on the spot, you you get to really be a 
a part of it and, and you're doing something that's helping other. I mean, you raise ten thousand dollars from that event. We served we served one thousand people that day. If you include our guests, we served a couple hundred for lunch, mm-hmm. and then that night for dinner, we served another seven hundred and eighty six. Oh. So we literally served a thousand people. That's crazy. And that's a great yeah. event. And, and you know, coming up in April, which you know we're going to hit the events. We got you know the the barbecue competition. Uh, where the proceeds benefit the soup kitchen, uh, but that's another one where it engages not only people to partake in it, but also now restaurant partners. So you've got these other, uh, you know, Austin is a food guy. He just mentioned that beforehand. Worked in multiple restaurants. I mean, it, it just kind of keeps everything in that same realm. So Thursday, April twenty fifth, uh, Market on Main from four thirty to eight thirty p.m. Tickets are twenty dollars. Um, Rebecca Hart Band. We got music. It'll be at um, Market on Main in the in the cellar area. But um, how do they buy tickets? There, Austin. How can, can they buy tickets? I know I have ten sitting on my desk, but somebody's already claimed them, so I do need Michael to get. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. No, you can you can buy them at the Soup Kitchen. I would recommend just buying them on Eventbrite. Okay. If you put in Hickory Soup Kitchen Barbecue Challenge, it'll come right up, mm-hmm. and buy them on the Eventbrite website. Um, that evening, and they're limited awesome. tickets. It's this is not. Yeah, is not we're not selling a thousand tickets, sure. and people just come and go. It's it's an intimate affair of two hundred and fifty is yeah, something in that neighborhood. Is about the max, nice, I'll, but still a comfortable max. I mean, you're not yeah. you know elbow to elbow. We, we, exactly, we want to keep it enjoyable. It's family fun too. This is not a this is not really um, um, a beer drinking event. Although you do get two beers with your ticket. You do get two free beers with your ticket. It's it's really a family fun event. It's in the afternoon, evening, so it'll be sunny. And it's barbecue. Mm-hmm. I it mean, barbecue let's be honest. So it's kid-friendly, it too. It is that's, definitely kid-friendly. We had a bunch of kids last year. That's, that's always friends. important, I feel like, sometimes in, a, in this community. Sometimes these fundraisers, you're not always able to bring children Or you're to. not sure. Exactly. And so what do you do or when you're, you're not sure? You, don't you just don't do it. Save the babysitter money and that's come right. and spend it on a ticket for that's right. the barbecue challenge. Absolutely. Last year was the first year. It was. It was. And it was hugely successful. And, and so we decided we would do it again this year. We're super excited about the competition. I'll be honest with you. I know each and every one of the chefs involved. And I love watching those guys go back and forth. That's it's awesome. great, man. Mm-hmm. It's great. Oh, and they love so getting at each other. Oh, yeah. That's what, last year's winners sitting on the sidelines this year. They don't want somebody to claim their throne so they can That's they right. can play, you know, mm-hmm. it pans up and say, oh, it wasn't. You didn't beat us. We just... Let everybody else have a shot. We don't want to forget to mention that, that your ticket gets you a vote. And so you're the one voting as a, as a, 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 a ticket it is, Yeah, it truly is a you, challenge. Yeah, you get to vote uh, between the six restaurants. And, and they're all six restaurants that support the soup kitchen with food donations. Yeah. And these aren't your, your normal kind of uh, restaurants either. These are locally owned and operated restaurants. These are people who, who live here. The money stays here. Um, and you've heard of a few of them, I'm sure. Which we wholly support. <coughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, and those restaurants, um, just just looking out here at, on the event, it's uh, Liazzo's, Wood, Cafe Rules, Center Street Eats, Boca, and the Food Factory will all be there with their best barbecue recipes ready to rock and roll to for you. Battle it out. And That's we've got right. A big trophy that we're passing around. John John Duke has had it from Market Old Man. He won last year. Okay. But as Michael said. 
John wants to go out on top. He's on top. Okay. So he's, but he's hosting. He is hosting. He's still so involved. He's still involved. But, but the, the trophy, the only thing you get from winning is bragging rights. And I got a trophy that stands about two and a half feet tall with a big pig on the top. Yes. Nice. And they yes. get to hold it until next year. And then yeah. next year, if they lose, they have to give it up. But uh, I got to be honest with you. I think this year's competition is actually going to be tighter. Because last year, nobody had done this before. They are figuring it out. Yeah. They are just kind of figuring it out. I got to tell you. The, the, the restaurants that didn't win last year that are here, boy, they're going to bring it. They're going to bring it. So so you're going to get, if you come That's to awesome. this event, you're going to get the best, uh, the best that this community can offer as far as barbecue. Very cool. And there's another event that's coming up real soon, right around the corner on June 1st. And we're going to be one of the first outlets to announce this. And I guess we're just going to do it. We're just going to do it right now, I guess, because everybody in the room here is has their hands in this event. And we're just making the executive decision. So um, on June 1st, the City Walk Summer Celebration with uh, partnership with the uh, Hickory Soup Kitchen and the HDA, Hickory Downtown Development Association. We're starting an inaugural event, June 1st, 430 to 9, uh, Barbecue again. I'm gonna. Uh, what's the uh, what's the name of the competition team? I forget. Okay, so there's a guy named Scott Jarrett who lives in this community, and he has a, a competition um, a group. They call themselves Smoke This. That's right. And uh, <laughs> and, and him uh, and myself, we're gonna we're gonna put together some of the food. Um, and we're hoping to see a couple thousand people. That's what we're going to prepare for. So, so y'all out there in in uh, in the community, y'all got to come out for us now. Um, we're talking about doing some to goes. Yep, well. to go orders are going to be available. Orders for the family. It's going to be a, a beautiful s- a summer day. I, I, I've already seen the forecast. <laughs> you already know this. We already rolled it out. It's I got perfect. A meteorologist in the family, and he assures me that on that day it's not going to rain. Um, so we're ex- we're super excited about doing it. Um, it being an inaugural event, um, uh, so we promise to uh, to really show up with the uh, with the food. So come out. That's right. That's right. And like Austin said, they're going to do a, t- uh, a to go order. So if you don't want to stick around and all that good stuff, you can, there's going to be a drive through area where you're just going to be able to drive up and grab some food. And but if you want to stick around, we've got live entertainment. There's going to be four bands playing from right, from four all the way to nine o'clock at night. Um, the bunch of local talent from all over our area, uh, Sycamore Bones, uh, the Tony El Toro Band, Cottle Creek, and Scott Moss and the Million Dollar Milkshakes are all ready to go, and it's going to be it's going to be great. Uh, Scott Moss and the Million Dollar Man, uh, Milkshakes; those guys are headlining. Scott Moss is the front guy for Big Daddy Love, so that's going to be a good get for Hickory and um, going to put on a real good show for us. Uh, so y'all mark your calendars for that June first event, and there's going to be more information that's going to be rolling out real soon, uh, so you guys can check that all that out on social Let's media. Give just a tiny quick explanation here because you said City Walk Summer celebration that's right so if we slow it down and you hear it says city walk yeah okay? the city so walk this is happening downtown right in the heart of where some of this construction is going to be going on we're well aware that the construction is going to be happening we all know this but downtown's still going to be open we want people to know that um and and hgda is very excited to be partnering with the soup kitchen on this because really you know what a great downtown partner they have in them but um we also need people to know that downtown is open during this construction you know there's lots of small businesses there that are going to be operating everything will have access to get to these businesses during that construction you just got to pay attention out there you know look for the signs a little extra effort 
Yeah, put all your walking shoes on, folks. All it is. Well, yes. now's the time to come look at it because when it's done, it's going to be done, right? That's right. Like, so when you're building your house, you don't show up when it's done. You, Everybody you, goes yeah, look at it. I mean, it's an exciting time. Uh, you know, they're going to have this beautiful park that they're building. So, so come and see the beginnings of that. Absolutely. And how cool. I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool to have like a... Just an event in the middle of construction and stuff. I mean, that's you know, that's mm-hmm. that's just. If there's a crane, maybe they'll let us swing on. <laughs> there it is. Now, see, once again, more proof. I'm envisioning this, this, this Miley Cyrus wrecking ball with, yes. music video with Austin Pierce. This is why I want to hang out with more I Austin. Would, I would totally do that. I know you. Would. We know. We know. <laughs> so um, as so it's yeah. so as it stands now, uh, construction for downtown. Uh, in that phase, it looks like during the June 1st event, um, the sales aren't going to be available to us. So we're going to have this event over uh, by the Lowe's City Park in that back parking lot, which used to be Century Link. So, or is it still Century Link? I'm sorry. Duke Power back in the day. Yeah, Duke Power. So, you know, all you Hickoryites, that's how we. It's next to the new the bank Hickory Park. Nuts. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the Lowe's City Park. Park. Yeah. yeah. So y'all come out June 1st. It's free of charge to get in. I think the plates are going to be around $10 for a big old plate of pork or chicken or whatever you want beans and slaw selling that pork too by the pound yeah there it is oh nice Nice. now you're talking five pounds put four in the freezer for later we're we're gonna that's what i love yeah so so when you do those when you when you were mentioning the to-go's this is not just dinner for tonight we can we can literally we can pack you up for the month sauces yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have we'll have we'll have the variety. We'll have the the eastern. All right. Good. We're good. That's all you need. We do we do live in Western North Carolina, but not everybody that lives here eats it the same way. We'll have the sweet and we'll have the hot. Well, here's an important question: Is which sauce do you prefer? Well, see, I gotta be honest with you. I was born in Western North Carolina, yeah. but my father grew up in Sanford, which is further east from here. Tis. And so they eat the vinegar base. So I will tell you, I never ate at Hannah's growing up. And the place that we got our barbecue from, what we did was, is when we went to Sanford to meet, visit family, he got five pounds of barbecue and stuck it in the freezer. Yeah. So to be honest with you, I didn't know that there was any other sauce until I was like 18 or 19 years old. I didn't even know it existed. Um, so I do go with the vinegar base. Um, there was a place in Sanford called the Barbecue Lodge. Mm-hmm. It's not there anymore. It burned down, unfortunately. Rest in peace. Yeah, it was good barbecue. <laughs> They're all right, this is, this is a good opportunity. Which, uh, McNally, what's yeah. your favorite barbecue place in North Carolina? Bee's Barbecue in Greenville, North Carolina. Done. What, what do you get there? Everything they have. <laughs> the, what does McNally I mean, not get there? Yeah, it's the, the sh- well, tr- shredded chop plate. Um, but it's one of those. It's, it is a shag. Sadly, it's, you know, we're talking about that place burning down. You know, Wilbur's, which is an institution in Goldsboro, North Carolina, just closed down. So it's it's sad to see, but I know that. So you said, what was your favorite? Say bees, bees, barbecue. All right, it's right outside of Greenville. Okay. So spend. Are we going around the table? Yes, we are. Uh, Red Bridges, Shelby. Yeah. Um, I'm going. Mine's an RIP too. It's a Carolina Barbecue in Statesville, and they there's a new barbecue place in it now. I've not checked it out yet, but that that was yeah. It was it was really good. It's real good. That's Moose's hometown. Yeah. Oh, and if you're going chicken, hometown. if we're going if we're going chicken, it's Porter Pit Barbecue Chicken. 
We're not going chicken. It'd be border pit. Not be, the question. <laughs> bar, yeah. Why are we talking about chicken? Are you kidding me? Because Luke. most places, okay, all Luke. places. Seven. See, he, see, you give that a six point five out of seven. You have to offer <laughs> chicken, though. Listen, seven they out of seven. Do. They all, all do. do. They all has all great offer. chicken. We get it. And, get it. So maybe Moose has got someone in his life that has to eat chicken. Just yeah, Moose. It's me. Oh. No, and I used to I used to smoke uh, pork butts for fun. Like uh, this is uh, all within a couple years, but like. I don't remember how good it was, y'all. I remember, okay. Like that's just not the, that's not the point. But if if I gotta go chicken, it's it's Porter Pitt or Keaton's from Statesville, and forget about it if you if you disagree with me. I mean, McNally's. Well, I just I just don't like this differentiation of chicken. Right? Well, well, what's your favorite cold? I just told you. Didn't you either go to the barbecue place and it's the best? You probably eat mayonnaise slaw. You nasty. I don't eat slaw. There is valuable real estate. It's a lot of real estate, but it's valuable, and I am not going to waste it. You don't eat slaw. On slaw? No. 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 Why would you waste that? Because it's red and delicious. It's what and delicious? Red. No. See, that's mistake number one. Oh. Here we go. Slaw, real slaw is mayonnaise, white slaw. If you're oh, going to have. Bite your tongue. If you're going to have to have some the, disgusting slaw, first of all, I don't think any. Do you, is it just. Is there any vinegar in your man in your slaw at all? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, but not. It's it's much more of a not creamy enough, down east. Not enough to make it red. No, red slaw. That's what I eat with yeah, the barbecue. It's fantastic. I'm with you on that. Well, I'm not wasting that space anyway, so y'all can have mine. That's fine. That's Done. fine. Okay, cool. And right. this was the Street Circle Drive food review section know, right? yeah. for this week. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got totally went sideways. Where's your, where's your favorite, Austin? Well, in my house here in Hickory, we eat at the Hickory Smokehouse. I I get the same thing every time. I like it because it's middle of the road, right? Like, So I can doctor it up how I want it. Absolutely. You know I mean? like, they don't drain it. In, no, drain it is. Drowned in sauce. I, I can get to put what I want on it. But I tell you what I like about it most. You can get the combination platter for less than nine bucks, and you get the ribs, the chicken. Yeah. The I've not had their one, ribs. And the chop barbecue. That's yeah, yeah. four items plus two side items for under nine dollars. Now yeah. I run the Hickory Soup Kitchen. I know how you to know the value. No, I know value when you see it. Uh, and and so so we like it. We like it there. I do love the. We need some money for that's that commercial. One of my too, mainly because I don't like. I I have to apply my sauce. Yeah. I don't want anything yeah. cooked. With my barbecue, like I, I won't. I don't like when my food touches it, so I don't want the sauce. It, but, but I want to put. The I'd much rather just myself. have plain old meat, right? So, and we'll get uh, from Hickory Smokehouse. That's where we'll get our plain barbecue for entertainment. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's the best best deal. And if you haven't had their cherry cobbler or their cherry dump, you know, you stuff. Not. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Note to self: I had a baby shower. This is no rag on back streets, but I had a baby shower thrown for me when I was pregnant. My second child at Backstreets, which I love. Obviously, we had a nice dinner. It was fantastic. But they allowed us to bring in a big old tray from Hickory Smokehouse with their cherry cobbler because that was my favorite. Nice. And it's unbelievable. And pigs everywhere. How can you go wrong with that? We should do this food review every week. I could we, totally do Every both. week we, we could do it. Choose a different we could type too. of tray. I could do that. We could, we could too. I bet some of them, you probably know how to cook too. We don't. But McNally will... Uh, well, uh, we don't cook our own is what right. I'm saying. I'm not saying you don't cook. I'm saying that we don't cook our own. Right. But McNally will eat you out of house and home. So, Austin, going back to your culinary days, when you, you do you ever smoke barbecue much? Did you smoke much or no? Not, not really. Not a no. lot. Um, I, 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 I got to be honest with you. I like the shoulder, uh, and mm-hmm. I like the longer you cook it, the better for yep. me. Yeah, low and yeah. slow, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and so, I don't know. You know, John Duke and I, we're going to do those leg quarters for the June 1st event. 
um, or no, I'm sorry, for the challenge, for the barbecue challenge in April. And so um, we'll see. It's 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 been a while since I've used a smoker that big. Right. So I'll be interested. We're going to camp out. Right. We're nice. stay overnight. I got that's the way. That's that, that's the most fun. That's, that's the most fun. Well, see, that's the part that's going to grow. So yeah. if this continues, that's the part. You look at these cities that do any of these, like the Queen's Feast or any of these little challenges like that. It's the people will then come in overnight. They it's bring in their trailers. Stuff, yeah. They'll start bringing in their trucks. Because I've gone to those and just sat with friends. And then you get to sample stuff, see how it's sure. coming along. Of course, that's probably I mean, why I get invited. The, let's right. be honest. Michael and I enjoy every second of it. It I is the do. best. So let's hope that this gets some legs um, and that continues and grows. I'll help you. That's the dream. That's the dream. I'll be honest cool. with you. We would love to partner with the city and HDDA and just meld these together. I mean, awesome. and just think, it, it could benefit not just the soup kitchen. Like, if you had 50 yeah. competitors, if you had 25 competitors, we could we could raise money for... That's for a festival. Five that's a That's a big could, fair, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, much like the Charity Chase or, or any yeah. of those other local events that raises money for multiple nonprofits, yeah. multiple organizations, too. It's not all about 501c3, although... If you give a donation to the Hickory Soup Kitchen, it's tax deductible. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is that there's some elementary schools who need some money around yeah. here. There yeah. are some Boy Scouts and Girl Scout groups that need money. The Pink Heels yeah. uh, with the fire department, first responders. And there's so many different groups in this community that, that can benefit. Yeah. So, so maybe if we just keep talking about it, uh, it'll happen. I'd love to see a huge competition around June. Uh, the, the the city and HDDA would partner, and uh, those thousand people that are listening Love right now too. come out and join us. Absolutely. Well, Austin, tell us this: What is your goal for the soup kitchen? What do you see the future of the soup kitchen being here in Hickory? Well, I think I think what we were created for is to help those uh, with the basic life necessities that are either going through a, a rough time. Or, or might not ever be able to take care of themselves fully. And that's why we were created in the first place. So I think we keep doing that. Um, we've been doing it for 35 years now, and I, I don't see that changing. Um, what I would like to see uh, is our impact in other ways to actually maybe perhaps change the direction of someone's life by providing them the opportunity, not necessarily giving them uh, everything they need, but providing them the opportunity to, to provide some of that for themselves. Uh, and we were talking earlier, you know, uh, the assumption that, that someone doesn't know how to spend money, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's, that's an assumption that, that you shouldn't have um, about folks who live out or below the poverty line. There's lots of reasons that, that folks are in the position they're in. So what we would like to see is um, we would like to see the direction change for some of those folks that are willing and able. Uh, and I think we've already seen a, a large step in that direction. Um, and, and I hope that by bringing in these other community partners, um, such as Greenway and the, the companies that are hiring these folks, um, that they'll continue to see a viable uh, uh, workforce, a, vi- a viable pop- population that um, that can fill those jobs that we got out there. So we'll see. I, I, again, I'd, I'd love to see the direction of someone's life changed. Uh, uh. I mean, it makes sense to us. Right. Yeah, we, we really enjoy uh, talking with you, clearly. As we Great said, we really appreciate you yeah. taking your time. And for letting us come over and lend a hand today. Um, yeah, that was if cool. anybody If anybody's interested in helping out, what do they need to do? Okay, so there's a phone number. It's okay. 828-327-4828. And you can speak with Bonnie. 
Her name's Bonnie Salisbury. She'd love to get you on the schedule. And we're super flexible with our schedule, okay? Super flexible. If you work for a living and the third Wednesday of the month, you can give me an hour between yeah. 8 and 9, I will take you. Yeah. You know what I mean? On your way to the gym, if you want to spend an hour or two, come on. Um, we would like to schedule you, though. You can reach us through our website, hickorysoupkitchen.org, and that'll tell you everything. That'll tell you what we do. That'll tell you what kind of opportunities are available. But if you want to get on that schedule, it's truly better to call um, and talk to Bonnie directly because she has that calendar in front yeah. of her, and it changes. Literally, like when I get back to the soup kitchen after this, there's going to be three more people on a day that there, there wasn't three people this morning. Yeah. So so it's super important you probably we call. Um, and again, our oldest volunteer is 96, mm-hmm. and our youngest is 12. So if you're within those ages, <laughs> I have something you can do. Nice. So between the event on April 25th, the event on June 1st, how how other what's another way that people can donate to you? Website? Okay, sure. You can donate through the website, our Facebook page as well. And if you're on Facebook, you should like us. Um, uh, we, we post stuff all the time. I'm very, very, uh, I don't have a Facebook page personally, so I live vicariously through the Hickory Soup Kitchens. <laughs> and, and I love, I mean, sometimes uh, we just post a picture of a kid with ice, all, icing all over his face, and he's my favorite customer of the day, you know. So it could be that. It could be um, a hopeful thing that's happened. Um, so definitely check us out on our Facebook page because really you get an immediate what's going on uh, through it. But you can always drop by the soup kitchen. You can always mail a check to P.O. Box 1431, Hickory, North Carolina, 28603. Uh, of course, it's tax deductible. Uh, folks say, where does the money go? It pays for the food. It pays for the telephone. Um, it, it, it keeps the building running. It pays for the insurance. Um, but I will say... Although we do need financial contributions, if you want to have an impact on another individual's life, you should come see it first. Come and see where your money might go before you invest it with us. I guarantee you that, uh, that you, you won't walk away without feeling like you should, you should do something. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Everybody feeling good? I feel really good after I That was a good one. It's awesome talking to Austin. I know. I always feel excited and... Love that dude. ...energy and ready to go. Thanks again, Austin, for being here and being our guest. We really appreciate it. Thanks for all you do. Thank you for all you do for Hickory. I'm so glad that you like it. Yeah, Here, as he said, he loves it. I'm so glad he does. Yeah, well, it shows. Going to die right here in Hickory. Long, long time from now. Please don't do it in the podcast studio right here. But thank you again. And... Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you have enjoyed Street Circle Drive, your favorite Hickory-centric podcast here on TheMesh.tv. Shoot us a line if you have any questions, if you have any uh, suggestions, anything you want us to do over at info at TheMesh.tv. Otherwise, uh, go back and listen to some of our shows. Subscribe, like us, follow us, all that jazz. And you can find us all over social media, too. But until next time, say goodbye, boys. Goodbye, boys. Love where you live. Later, Gator. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. 
All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard. 